Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. So I came across this editorial in uh, New York Magazine, which I thought was... uh, you fancy? I can't even remember how I became aware of it, but... uh, it's by Jonathan Chait, and his title is School Closures Were a Catastrophic Error. Yep. Progressives still haven't reckoned with it. Sometimes you need to own up to an error, error so it's not repeated. And, you know, if I wanted to and if we had unlimited time, um, I could read you. I have a stack here of emails on the topic of the tragedy of the school closures. Uh, some are from parents. Some are from uh, uh, teachers. Um, we're talking about, you know, the depression, the anxiety, the suicide attempts, the, uh, the, uh, substance abuse, uh, teachers talking about how they thought when they came back in person, it would all be better again, but the kids have lost something. And it's just so different now. It's, it's, it's really sad yeah. is another reason, you know, I haven't pushed it to the top of things we're talking about. I don't want to take up your time, but I'll, oh, I'll never understand how people didn't catch on to this faster. Do you remember how confused I was at the time? Hey, is anybody else having any luck with this? Because this is a disaster. Oh, Is yeah. this working for anybody else? But I didn't hear anybody talking about it. I remember in the very early days, you asked 
all the parents you knew, friends, relatives, everybody, um, and the kids, what percentage of learning do you think you're getting out of this? And one self-starting, super bright kid said about 30%, and that was the champion. <laughs> yeah, everybody else was way lower than that. And right. so with that out there, how did it not become a... Well, anyway, it didn't. So let me hit this editorial by Jonathan Chait, and he is a man of the left who's praying the left picks up on this. I'm kind of hoping they don't for at least a little while. I hope they do eventually because I don't want to see the tragedy repeated. But he writes, recently, Nate Silver, he's the uh, 386 guy, right? Is that the number thing that the polling organization, 486? It's not 386, uh, Omaha, it's Omaha, not 486, hike. it's a number. What is the yeah, number? It's a 281, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, Blink 182, I don't, I don't recall. Anyway, uh, Nate, it's not that important. Nate Silver found himself <laughs> in the unenviable role of main character of the day on Twitter. 538. He, yes, that's the one. That's much better than the numbers I threw out there. Anyway, he was the main character on Twitter for a day because he proposed that school closures were, quote, a disastrous invasion of Iraq magnitude or perhaps greater policy decision. Wow. The comparison generated overwhelming anger and mo- mockery. And Chait says it's not an easy one to defend, a fiasco that led to hundreds of thousands of deaths, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's a pretty high bar. Weighing policy failures in such utterly different realms to each other is so inherently difficult that any discussion quickly devolves into could Superman beat Mighty Mouse territory, <laughs> which I thought was oddly amusing in this context. Anyway, but these complications do not fully explain the sheer rage generated by Silver. The furnace hot backlash seemed to be triggered by Silver's assumption that school closings were not only a mistake, a possibility many progressives have quietly begun to accept, but an error of judgment that was sufficiently consequential and foreseeable that we can't just shrug it off as a bad dice roll. It was a historic blunder that revealed some deeper flaw in the methods that produced it and which demands corrective action. And was obvious within weeks. That's what makes me so mad and what I've never understood. It was obvious within weeks. That this whole home learning thing does not work. You're 100% correct, and undeniably so. And I think uh, Mr. Chait soft-pedals that reality in the next several sentences. Um, You'll notice that, that it was clear almost immediately. That unnerving implication has a mounting pile of evidence to support it. It is now indisputable and almost indisputed that the year and a quarter of virtual school imposed devastating consequences on the students who endured it. Studies have found that virtual school left students nearly a half a year behind pace on average at least, uh, with the learning loss falling disproportionately on low-income Latino and black students. Perhaps a million students functionally dropped out of school altogether. And the social isolation imposed on kids caused a mental health state of emergency, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics, and virtually anybody with the awareness of kids. The damage to a generation of children's social development and educational attainment, and particularly to the social mobility aspects of its most marginalized members, will be irrecoverable. It is nearly as clear that these measures did little to contain the pandemic. Children face little risk of adverse health effects from contracting COVID, and there's almost no evidence the towns that kept schools open had more community spread. Wow, so that's a heck of a thing for him to say. So he's not only saying it was a disaster, he's saying a disaster that didn't even need to happen at all. It would be one thing if he was weighing it against, you know, it was dangerous, but this is worse in the long run and the balance of things. No, it wasn't even dangerous to start with. Well, exactly. He's trying to do, in fairness, a cost-benefit analysis, but there's only cost and no benefit. None. 
In the panicked early weeks of the pandemic, the initial decision to close schools seemed like a sensible precaution. I would agree, at least temporarily. Authorities drew on the closest example of at hand, the 1918 Spanish flu. But in relatively short order, growing evidence showed that the century-old precedent did not offer much useful guidance. While the Spanish flu is especially deadly for children, COVID-19, just the opposite, as we all know now. It is so... You know what it is? It's revealing that he has to point these things out to his lefty audience. Um, It's shocking, but interesting. By the tail end of spring 2020... It was becoming reasonably clear both that remote education was failing badly and that schools could be reopened safely. What happened next was truly disturbing. And what happened next, we'll describe to you after a brief word from our good friends at Simply Safe Home Security. They're giving our listeners 20% off for the New Year's on their award-winning home security. And your first month is free when you sign up for the interactive monitoring service. Well, you can take 20% off your Simply Safe system and your first month is free? When you it's not very up, expensive anyway, honestly. As great as it is, it's very reasonably priced. Named the best home security system of 2021 by U.S. News & World Report. You go to the website, you click around, you customize it for your home. You can get free custom recommendations if you want a little help. In fact, they help you with everything, set up and everything else. You set it up yourself. So this isn't a make an appointment and be there between 11 and 5 and somebody will come to your home. Nope. You set it up yourself, take you about a half an hour, no long-term contacts, contracts, and no commitments. Any scumbag ever comes to onto your property and does something foul, you're going to have their picture, their license plate, and high-def camera views thanks to the indoor and outdoor cameras. Good stuff. Take 20% off your Simply Safe system. First month of monitoring free. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I wish I could take any enjoyment in this lefty commentator saying that some of us were right about this, but I can't. It was too damaging to the kids. There is no pleasure at all in this. It's just maddening. Just yeah. freak. It's beyond maddening. This is going to go down in history like the um, uh, the experiments they conducted on uh, black males with syphilis. I mean, it's it's going to be that sort of thing. Like, how did that ever happen? You'll wonder. Wow, what a different time that must have been. Yeah, how did the cruelty and ignorance. How did mm. something that crazy ever occur where they shut down schools? Unbelievable. So, Jonathan Chait... He just went through, if you're just joining us, or you have a short memory, a short attention span, he just went through the fact that the evidence was irrefutable, that remote schooling was failing miserably, and that the children were not at risk from COVID. Irrefutable evidence. What happened next was truly disturbing. The left, by and large, rejected this evidence. Progressives were instead carried along by two predominant impulses. One was a zero-COVID policy that refused to weigh the trade-off of any measure that could even plausibly claimed to suppress the pandemic. The other was deference to teachers' unions who were organizing to keep schools closed. Those strands combined in refusal to acknowledge the scale or importance of losing in-person learning with a moralistic insistence that anyone who disagreed was callous about death or motivated by greed. He leaves out, handily enough, the cult of Trump hatred. Right. Because that was a powerful animating force of those other things. Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Social scientists have measured the factors that drove schools to say closed last year. One study found schools with unionized teachers, more of which were located in more Democratic voting districts, were more likely to remain all virtual. Another likewise found, quote, local political partisanship and union strength rather than the severity of COVID predicted school closing. 
It is always easier to diagnose these pathologies when they're taking place on the other side. You've probably seen the raft of papers showing how vaccine uptake correlates with Democratic voting and COVID deaths correlate with Republican voting. Perhaps you've marveled at the spectacle of Republican elites actively harming their own audience from his perspective. Although these people always they can't comprehend there's a difference between vaccines and vaccine mandates. Anyway, but the same thing Fox News hosts were doing to their elderly supporters, progressive activists were doing to their side's young ones. In a big country, there are always going to be crazy people at the margins. You can measure the health of the parties by the degree to which crazy ideas are taken up by powerful people. But the Democratic Party's internal debate on school closings was making room at the table for some truly unhinged ideas. The head of the largest state's most powerful teachers union insisted on the record, quote, that there is no such thing as learning loss. Oh, wow. You remember that? Wow. So I'll ask the question you were asking me earlier. About the whole voting rights thing. Do those teachers union people that did this horrible thing to our kids, did they actually believe they were doing the right thing? Or are they just that cynical and care that little about children? I think they combine the greed of the uh, you know the Wall Street robber Baron with the morality of the uh, mob assassin. Honestly, I just think they're rotten to their core. Anyway, the state of the uh, the head of the largest state's most powerful teachers union insisted on the record there's no such thing as learning loss and should have been barred from public conversation for the rest of her life for that. And described plans to reopen schools. Oh my God, as, quote, that makes me insane. There's that one makes more. me insane. How can you say that out loud? That's nonsensical. Not right. only is there data to back up the fact that that's nonsensical, it just doesn't make any sense on its face. Yeah. Somebody get get me the name of the California Teachers Association head. I can't remember. It's not Randy Weingarten. She's the national gal. Uh, but th- this is an evil, evil human. Google it. There's no such thing as learning loss and describe plans to reopen schools as, quote, a recipe for propagating structural racism. Oh, boy. Played the race card on it. Within Blue America, transparently irrational ideas like this were able to carry the day for a disturbingly long period of time. In recent days, Angie Schmidt and Rebecca Bodenheimer have both written essays recounting the disorienting and lonely experience they had watching their friends and one-time political allies denounce them for supporting a return to in-person learning. Bodenheimer's account is especially vivid. Quote, parents who advocated for school reopening were repeatedly demonized on social media as racist and mischaracterized as Trump supporters. Members of the parent group I helped lead were consistently attacked on Twitter and Facebook uh, by two Oakland moms with ties to the teachers union. They labeled advocates calls for school reopening white supremacy, called us Karens, and even bizarrely claimed we had allied ourselves with Marjorie Taylor Greene's transphobic agenda. E. Toby Boyd, I'm told, is the name of the head of the California that Teachers sound Association. Right, but uh, okay, I could be wrong. Should be a household name if it's correct. This story makes me so angry, I I can barely talk. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarn you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have scientists? Figured out why pizza is the way it is in terms of eating. We had pizza last night. My son had a soccer game, and it just seemed like an easy way to deal with dinner after uh, after the soccer game. So we ordered a pizza. Yeah. And um, but other food you get full of. 
And so it can't just be salty or cheesy or whatever, because there's lots of salty, cheesy food that you get full of. Like, I can't sit and eat lasagna for hours. <laughs> I mean, you oh, get full. Oh, I can eat a lot of it. Yeah, yeah I see you what you're You get full saying. and you stop. But pizza, it's just like, this is having no effect on me. Well, a pizza is proof that there is a God. He loves us and he wants us to be happy. <laughs> uh, it's Pizza has virtually every texture. It has every flavor from the sweet to the salty to the savory. Uh, it's just, it's, it's exquisite. It's the best thing ever. I mean, sex is arguably good too, but pizza is just a gift from the gods. Why? I don't know. I end up in the I same just spot. Know I love it. I end up in the same spot with either one, just really tired, wanting to go to sleep in both instances. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, my favorite pizza on earth, Papa Dell's, Champagne, Illinois, um, is they, they will, uh, uh, freeze pizzas and send them to you and then you bake them and, and they come out really, really good. It's been a long time since I've done that because I'm already fat enough <laughs> and I'm working. I'm fighting my weight so hard these days because, you know, it's not vanity. My weight gets to a certain point, my blood pressure goes up, and that's what's going to kill me. So I really need to get it down. And the point that you're, God. the point that you're FedExing special pizzas in at great expense, it's just, yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> Well, I, you know, obviously there's got to be a little counteracting exercise or something like that. But, man, I've been holding out. And I've gotten to the point where I'm dreaming about it. And I just, I think I may have to go there. <laughs> yeah, the exercise thing. So I got the Apple Watch and that it records your exercising whether I want to or not. And it's pretty cool. So it'll it'll basically say, I see you're on a bike ride. This is how far you've uh, written. I mean, I, I I don't even think about it. But the it tells you how many calories you burned, and it's always just astounding. Wait a second. I just rode five miles on a bicycle, and I burned like 100 calories? That's like two bites of pizza. Yeah, I know. So the I'm going to exercise part of it, it doesn't exactly work. Hey, how about you blow your own illusions, not mine, all right? Now i got to wait another day or two to order a Papa Dell. That's what Sandifer no. said about the Apple Watch, so he doesn't want, he doesn't want somebody saying... You know, this is how you, you didn't stand enough today, and this is how much you ate, and this is how much you exercised. Yeah, you know, eh, shut up. Why don't you just tell me the time? Nunya. Creepy dolls are washing up on shore in Texas near uh, South Padre Island, where uh, our, our whole family went vacation when I was in high school, and it was absolutely fascinating. Uh, uh, fantastic. But luckily at the time, creepy dolls were not washing up on shore. This has been going on for years. Nobody has any idea why they weren't originally creepy dolls probably but after being in the ocean for months years you know plastic takes would take a thousand years to disintegrate who knows these Mm -hmm. might be from the 50s but anyway they show up most of them are bald at the time the eyes are missing and there's like creatures growing out of them and everything like that Uh. so when the dolls wash up on shore they're like particularly macabre And it's been going on for, for for years, and nobody has any idea why. Which would you prefer, that? Or you remember when feet kept washing up in uh, Washington State? Real feet, not doll feet. Actual feet. Human feet, yeah. Disembodied feet. They, did they ever figure that out? Yeah, more or less. Did some guy the... hobble in and say, hey, heard you found <laughs> my feet. Did anybody seen any spare feet? Uh, no, they just figure that uh, if humans uh, croak it in the ocean, sooner or later, your sinews break down, things shake loose, maybe a shark takes a bite out of you, and your foot floats to shore. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I'm just remembering all the things I did on vacation, a number of which I want to talk about. I went on a dirt bike trip with my son, Sam. Oh, that's cool. That It was very, very cool, although at some point it became clear to me there wasn't a single person out riding dirt bikes that was within 20 years of my age. <laughs> oh. Not one person within two decades of my age. I thought, oh, you're, you're a plucky old guy. Congratulations. I'm, I'm making a mistake here, I thought to myself. 
And then I took my younger son deep sea fishing and did a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I got to talk about some of that stuff. Just being out in the world, you know, observing the world. You know, your plucky old guy on the motorcycle reminds me. I made a major life decision over the week, over the week we were off. And I told my wife about it. She got that look on her face like she gets when she's just humoring me. I've decided. Well, should I reveal it after? I've made a major life. I figured out who I am. You're going to. One word. Thruple? No. No? No. No. Okay. No. No. But, you know, it's one of those uh, pivot (laughs) points in my life. Okay. I was in my 20s. I decided I'm going to get into the radio business. Had children. I'm going to be the dad. I'm going to be a loving dad. That's who I am now. Well, I've just decided who I am now. Okay. This is a major change then. This is going to be good. <laughs> How's your vacation, Michael? Nobody ever asked you how your vacation is. Yeah, it was because great. I just selfish. did all the <laughs> usual things. Um, we got my wife's car detailed. There you go. Wow. How do you, how do you like yeah, so? It was a birthday present. It looks cool. beautiful. Yeah, it makes a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not cheap, though. Not cheap. Um, maybe a one-time thing because it was so expensive, but yeah. it was good. Makes a difference. Yeah. Cool. I should do that. Yeah, I've got a dirty car. That's the way I handle that. <laughs> Just who am I? Everybody needs to be able to answer that question during their lives. Like I said before, you know, I got married young. I'm I'm the, the faithful husband. I got in the radio business. I'm going to work really hard at radio. I had kids. I'm dad. That's who I am. I got the empty nest. Now, who am I? What am I doing? What's my purpose in life? Judy and I trekked to the ocean. Because we both had the vid, and we wanted to have some uh, outdoor fun. The ocean. (laughs) We took long walks on the beach, and I decided I'm going to be really tan fat guy. (laughs) I'm going to be really tan fat guy who walks down the beach with his belly hanging out and does not care. You know, we went uh, deep sea fishing on a big boat out of Los Angeles, my son and I, and there was a really tan fat guy in the boat, took his shirt off. Mm, yes. And uh, just, just you know, the really bronze, yes. not even trying to suck in the gut, that that look, you know? Right. And right. I just I just look at it, I just think it must be relaxing. Just You just do, you're, it's not even on your mind. You know, I was once <laughs> in shape athlete guy. I am not anymore. I am doughy middle-aged guy. And Judy and I were walking along the beach. I'm thinking, you know, I got this damn golf tan. I want to, you know, even it up a little. Just grow it. I took off my shirt. Three minutes later, I was perfectly comfortable with it. I'm totally liberated. You're totally liberated. You're going to be tan fat guy. Yes. Yes. Now, how far I can take it and how fast, I do not know. And, yes, I have a couple of friends who are dermatologists, and I hear you screaming at the radio. Do I go with gold chain? Because that seems to be a common feature of tanned fat guy. Gold chain with shark tooth on it? Double down on the whole beach feel? I don't know. I'm still exploring. (laughs) So, that's your new persona. From dad to tanned fat guy. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. My buddy's already already starting to text me. This could get ugly. (laughs) Came across this article. I thought it was highly amusing. Vox.com. From Pelotons to Pets, the pandemic impulse buys we grew to hate. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And it starts with this chick in Boston who bought an outdoor patio heater, thinking that she and her friends could hang out on their patio more. You, you know, blah, blah, sure. blah. And sense. she never uses it, and right. it doesn't really warm very well and the rest of it. Um, but then uh, plenty of people are sitting around their houses and apartments weighing their pandemic purchases, sometimes the house itself, and wondering, huh, what was I thinking? Considered a COVID-specific flavor of buyer's remorse. And they mentioned that early uh, on, people threw money. Well, just people tend to throw money at problems. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, some buyers have, uh, where is that? Oh, that's so boring. Stop it. Um, take a peek at secondary marketplaces online, and you can see a plethora of items like Pelotons and bicycles that you couldn't buy a year and a half ago. Oh. You couldn't get them. A Peloton is, what is a Peloton? That's a, it's like a super advanced computer hooked up exercise bike. Okay. Have you ever used one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You like them? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Would you own one? Uh, maybe, but I kind of went back to the elliptical at the uh, health club I hang out at. I hang out at. I visit it occasionally. Um, but then, uh, you can certainly find them now. Uh, practically everybody has a story of a questionable pandemic buy. Some are trivial, such as a board game that's now unused or a pair of roller skates. Others are aspirational, like a treadmill or a bread machine. Others carry more weight. Then they get into this chick who's one of many, many, many people who got themselves a dog, a pandemic pet. And, you know, it's I'm not going to criticize her too much because we've had some of these thoughts after we adopted Baxter. But they've just retired, this girl and her husband. Um, They've lost the spontaneity, ability to go places at the drop of a hat. Yep. They worry that the dog's going to be lonely if they're gone for too long. Doesn't do well in the car. The dog is cute, but it's bigger than they thought it would be. Quote, I'm looking at this dog and thinking, 15 years of my life, what am I going to be like when this yes. dog finally kicks the bucket? I say that all the time to people. I'm a dog lover, but it is a pretty major lifestyle change to get a pet. And if you're not committed to it for the next 12 to 15 years, yes. then don't do it. Yes. They mentioned that... um Two-thirds of new home buyers who bought homes during the pandemic feel remorseful. Now, maybe the bottom line isn't they wish they hadn't, but some of the decisions were rash. And, and well, they get into to regret buying your house, though. That's a big one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a good point, but it's pathetic. This uh, professor of marketing at Northwestern University said, Consumers may have overestimated how long the duration of their changed circumstances would last. They thought fully remote work would go on forever or that social outings would be permanently depressed. People moved to the suburbs thinking they'd never want to commute back to the city. They got pets without thinking ahead to what that meant once travel picked up again. Quote, some purchases would have been apt at the time that were made, but not so much when circumstances changed again. Then it gets uh, into this uh, couple of gay fellers in L.A. who bought brand new Soleil bicycles or modern hipster bikes, as he puts it. They got helmets. They got accessories. Then they realized, hey, it's dangerous as hell to ride around on a bike in L.A. (laughs) So they never use them anymore. Did I buy anything during the pandemic that I shouldn't have? I don't know. I buy so many things I shouldn't have. I'm not sure the pandemic stands out. Yeah, I would have to think about it. I love this next one. I hate my air fryer, one woman told me. She'd heard it would be useful for everything. But beyond frozen french fries, she doesn't see the point. 
When I reheat a pizza slice, the air blows it upside down. It's loud. It's hard to clean. It's a giant bulbous appliance that takes up half my counter, and it freaks my dog out. The day I realized my toaster has a convection setting was the day I realized I'd been had. (laughs) That's funny. Yes, Michael. I love my air fryer. We use it. All the time. Yeah, that's the first person I've ever heard saying bad things about an air but fryer. But don't but, buy an air fryer. Buy a toaster oven that has 11 settings, including air fryer. Okay. Then there's this guy, Alex, who works in a, a hospital in Florida, as if you care. Amid his pandemic buys, many of which he's been able to get rid of, were a Peloton bike, a PlayStation 5, and an iPad. Only the iPad remains. A couple of his friends were able to buy boats. You couldn't find a boat for a while. Right. Uh, they were out on their boat two or three times a week. Now it's once a month since they're back at the office. I uh, Maybe I should look into buying some of that exercise equipment people are unloading, deciding they didn't want to uh, use. Of course, what do I need with more exercise equipment? I've got a an elliptical that's been used three times. How many years have I had it? <laughs> eight, eight years? I tell you what, if you're measuring in years and you've used it three times, it doesn't matter what the answer is. But it's pretty extraordinary. It might be eight years. No, I moved it from that other house. No, it's more like ten years. I've had an elliptical for ten years that I've used three times. And it weighs like 9,000 pounds or something. It's oh, just yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, there's the, I, I guess look the at one... it every day when I walk in the living room. Hello, Mr. Elliptical Machine. Maybe I'll be seeing you later, but probably not. (laughs) Boy, it's probably, you know, just short of being in, like, the top five longest relationships of your life. Exactly. Top ten, certainly. Exactly, and I'm not tending to it well either, so it'll probably go away. You know, if there's one lesson to be taken from any of this stuff, and by the way, if you bought a bike and you used it a fair amount for two years and now you don't anymore, don't kick yourself, that's fine, but... Everybody, including the media, announces that changes are permanent. Nothing will ever be the same. All the time. Generally, they go back to being pretty much the same. Right. Or change again in a different way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The only constant is change, Jack. Back to you. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. What a personal privilege. Don't get brazen with me. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hi there, this is Jessica calling in regards to your Volkswagen warranty. Odds are you've received a bogus auto warranty call similar to this. Now authorities are cracking down on a scheme an FCC official calls the most sophisticated illegal robocall operation they've ever seen. More than 8 billion spam calls to Americans. And a new lawsuit claims two California men are behind nearly all of it. We have more on this. This is something that has plagued us all. In fact, it's so uh, ubiquitous. That's my son's gag. Whenever he calls me, I'd like to talk to you about your auto warranty. That's what wow. he says every time he That's calls funny. me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> anyway, let's hear more about this complex scheme. Aaron Michael Jones and Roy Cox Jr. are accused of violating telemarketing laws by tricking Americans into buying vehicle service contracts and making millions of dollars off the scam. Both Cox and Jones have been sued by the Federal Trade Commission in the past and ordered never to telemarket again. And yet, like many robocall scammers, they're accused of just retooling their operation. So now, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is suing Cox, Jones, and their associates, potentially for millions of dollars. There's a n- number of angles to that that I find interesting. So you're going to have a, you're going to tell a couple of people who have been scamming their whole lives. That's their whole thing. They're they're lying, cheating, scamming fraudsters. Don't you do it anymore? Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, and, and they if go they go back out and do it again in a different way. And then the Attorney General of Ohio has to go after him? Who was the judge who told him not to do it again? Why aren't they in jail now? And the other angle of it is, some of you are buying their auto warranties? You you make it past the first five words of this? I never have. No, although, if you've ever had an extended service plan or extended warranty and that sort of thing... They'll call and say, uh, I mean, these guys call and say, hey, your your plan's about over. We can extend it. And you don't realize it's not the plan you have. Mm. You're thinking, I thought there was two more years on that or whatever. And and Judy and I are meticulous about checking that sort of thing. But clearly, some people are not. Uh, let's hear more on this. In 2021, Americans received an estimated 21 billion scam robocalls, wow. costing them nearly $40 billion in a 12-month oh. period. Most of the calls come from overseas, and tracing them is a fairly new technology. So up to now, authorities have struggled to stop them. And the callers that do get caught often go right back to scamming, according to an FCC official. 
God, it must just be like shooting a fish in a barrel, which is an odd sport. Um, <laughs> well, and it's no good for the barrel either. $40 billion in a one-year period. Yeah. It must be a lot easier to hook people than, than I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially if I, as I said, that's a good scam. I mean, it's like the the home warranty, Judy, and I've had those home warranties. Sometimes you negotiate them as part of a sale or or whatever. Then you start getting pestered, hey, it's about to expire, and you don't check whether it's the same company or whatever. And then I assume these guys don't actually deliver service on cars. Um, Yeah, I just, I I assume I get an email, I feel like I get an email from everything I need. And then I uh, deal with it that way. I don't know. I, I, I don't take any phone. I, oh, I don't yeah, answer you know, any phone call ever. Yeah. Yeah. Although I get oh, thousands of scam emails. Too, oh, yeah. Like everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I just, I just never listen. But anyway, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. When a call comes from overseas, typically several small carriers get paid to pass it along before it reaches your cell. Investigators are using a technique called tracebacks to identify the original source of these illegal calls. Then agencies like the FCC can order the rest of the industry to stop doing business with those carriers. I assume that the good guys are going to get on the on on top of this at some point and this will go away or do you assume that or not? Or will this just plague us forever? I feel like robocalls got to the point several years ago that most of us just don't answer our phone. Unless it's somebody mm-hmm. we know, we just don't answer our phone, which has kind of made the whole phone thing <laughs> worthless. Yeah, it's a it's a computer that, as it turns out, you can make a phone call. Well, your phone is basically a walkie-talkie, and you've got a handful of friends that have the walkie-talkie frequency, too, but nobody else are you even going to acknowledge. Yeah, that's a good uh... Good way to put it. Yeah, in answer to your question, I suspect, yeah, the generation that grew up with these things is not going to start falling for the scams just because they get older, uh, for instance. That's what how they'll go away. They won't be. They won't make forty billion dollars a year anymore. Yeah, although you know the, the the thieves of the world will always find a new way to thieve. I mean, so I, I I'm certainly not bright enough to anticipate the technology of tomorrow. So I'm certainly not bright enough to uh, imagine how it'll be exploited. If you're over a certain age, especially landlines, if the phone rang, oh, what a delight! Someone has called to talk. Let's go find out who it is. And it was exactly, and it was never a scam. I got it. I got it. People would say it was, it was never for them. a scam. It was a friend or coworker or grandma or whatever. It was always a delight that someone has called. <laughs> Occasionally, it would be a teenage miscreant making a crank call, <laughs> a practice of which I do not approve. Of course, the downside of that old-timey landline thing was if you were waiting for someone to call you, you couldn't step out of your house for two seconds. No. Because they might call while you're out, and you wouldn't have the slightest idea that they tried to call you. And if it was the girl you were hoping was going to call you back or whatever, misery. Oh, God. Misery. I remember, Stress. I don't remember if I've ever told this. So going way back to the landline days, and you have to All be- right, you, you tell one secret thing. I will, too. Uh, y- Welcome to Armstrong and Getty Expose Themselves. Pre- answering machines which was a revolution and also there was no caller id or anything like that so if the phone rang you had no idea where it came from somebody could call you up and say you know call you bad names you had no idea who they were there was no way to figure out who they were um 
<laughs> and if you missed a phone call, you missed a phone call, and you did. You, if you you'd run across the house, it's been ringing twice. You're wet. You got out of the shower. You run there, and it stops ringing before you get there. They hang up, and you don't know. You don't know. Was that the girl I uh, asked, uh, said give me a call sometime? Was that uh, grandma? Who was that? You never know. You have no idea. And you may never ever know. <laughs> My first radio job. This poor guy, nice guy too. He would regularly call me when I'm working on like Friday nights. And he'd call me up and he'd say, hey, could you call my number back? Call this number back because I don't think my phone's working. Oh, <laughs> it's working, son. <laughs> yes, it was always working. She just hasn't called. <laughs> it's your game that isn't working, not your phone. <laughs> or that new haircut or whatever. But something oh. is not working. Your clone, something is not working, but your phone is. <laughs> oh, boy. That's sad. Oh, that's sad. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right so uh you know that stock ring that kept appearing in that uh, those news clips we were playing yeah the thing uh judy actually that's a ringtone for at least a few callers i think it's a default for iphones or something but it's my ring i think if she lets it go too long i always say there's a call coming in so pick it up right now <laughs> yes there's a call coming in so pick it <laughs> And she rolls her eyes at me, which she does so often. Oh, that would be a great thing to get on top of, though, the robocall thing. Oh, hate it. Hate it so much. And, and like, junk emails the, the, and the whole unsubscribe. Are you? Am I actually unsubscribing or am I telling you this is a live email address that gets checked? Right. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.